Hi, friends. I want to take a sec to talk to you about Greenlight, the folks sponsoring this ad. This is especially important for you parents out there, because as your kids get older, some things about parenting are going to get easier, like, you know, maybe not having to dress your kid every morning, but other things do not, like having that conversation about money. Because the fact is that kids won't ever really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. So Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while the kids and the teens, they're going to build up confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. I have Greenlight debit cards for both of my kids, and I can't tell you what a difference I see in their relationship to money. So with the Greenlight app, the kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely, and they have games in the app to teach money skills in a fun and accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature. I am a big fan where you can set up one-time or recurring chores that customize to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. And I got to tell you this, in my family, no chores, no money. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families can navigate this whole thing together. So sign up for Greenlight today and you're going to get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash radio headspace. That's greenlight.com slash radio headspace to try Greenlight for free. I mean, this is such a good deal. I got to say it one more time. Greenlight.com slash radio headspace. Get it, folks. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Headspace Hi, and welcome back to Radio Headspace. It's Eve here. So it's Wednesday. I hope wherever you are that you're having a good week. So I've been thinking quite a bit about the topic of control recently. For so many of us, we like the feeling of being in control. 
And when it doesn't feel like that, it can leave us feeling restless, agitated, and perhaps vulnerable. A few months back, the Olympics were on. Now, I'm not sure if you got to watch much of it, but my husband and I really enjoyed tuning in. And we were watching a cycling race, the ones in the velodrome, where they go around the track at breakneck speeds. We both love cycling, so for us, it's pretty cool seeing them do that. And I actually got to go around a velodrome track once, and I can tell you, to get up around the high part of the track, you have to go really fast. It's equal parts scary as it is exhilarating. Anyway, we were watching this one particular race. All the cyclists were in full flow, And then out of nowhere, one of them fell, crashing into about four other bikes. There was nothing they could do. Their hopes and dreams crushed as they knew they were out of the race. And it was really hard to watch how disappointed they were, not to mention the physical pain they were in. They'd spent years getting ready for this, and in an instant, it was taken away. I think this example shows how much of life is outside of our control. But yet we work so hard to feel like we have everything under control. And no more so than in the mind. And it's interesting when you look at this topic of control. I often think it can feel tilted in one direction or the other. There are folks that seem to be living a wonderful and joyous life full of adventure And then there are others where their life is full of stress, anxiety, disappointment, and frustration. But we know it can change in an instant. Look at that cycling race. One moment the riders were performing on the Olympic stage, and the next they were on the floor, somewhat picking up the pieces. So much of what happens in our life is governed by how we approach it, both the exciting things and the disappointing things. And the same can be said for how much control we try to have with the things in our life. In moments of extreme joy and happiness, do we try too hard to hold on to it? And when it does go, we feel a sense of disappointment. Or when we're faced with something really challenging, do we feel resentment and disappointment? Like, why is this happening to me? It's understandable that we want things to feel balanced, to feel a sense of stability, But how we go about it can make a huge difference. In meditation, there is a lot of emphasis on letting go, of recognizing when we are distracted by thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are not serving us. Knowing that our thoughts are transient in nature, that one moment we can feel angry and the next happy. But this doesn't mean that we're letting go of control there is actually a certain precision that is needed. It can be very easy for our emotions and feelings to control us, especially if we are in a situation that is causing us some discomfort or stress, but we always have a choice. When we practice meditation, we're training in mindfulness, and mindfulness requires that we direct our attention, our awareness to the present moment. And it does require some control. Your attention needs to be intentionally guided. And in thinking about this episode today, 
It made me think of an analogy that is often used in meditation that Andy taught me. And it goes like this. Learning to meditate is a little like learning to surf. In the same way that the ocean has many different moods, so does the mind. Sometimes it feels easy, even relaxing. And at other times, it feels challenging, perhaps even overwhelming. But as we spend more time in the water and more time with the mind, we come to know these different conditions. We come to better understand what kind of approach is required each day. Some days, we'll need to apply a little more effort to stay balanced. On others, we experience almost effortless practice, or at least moments of it anyway. And as we become more stable in our practice, more balanced in our approach, we begin to feel more confident. And most of all, we come to accept that although we can't control the waves, we can always learn how to ride them. I really love this, not just for how to approach meditation, but also how we can approach life, knowing that some days the waves are going to be big and unmanageable. And on other days, we glide through the day smoothly. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.